Well, I think the mistake that some people make, and it's not just young, you know, young kids coming in and learning, it's people with something to do wrong, is that you feel you're on a mission to explain. And if you feel you're on a mission to explain, you're going to fail before you start. Over and over again by now, just how important soft skills are for the modern knowledge worker. You've also probably thought to yourself, why are they called soft skills when they're actually really hard to do well? As our work becomes more personalised, nuanced and complex, we all need to build a set of peripheral skills. Abilities that supplement the core of our job descriptions. And one of the most important of those skills is the ability to communicate effectively. Whether you're in technology, finance, education, or anything in between, communication ties it all together. It doesn't matter how good you are at crunching the numbers or designing a workflow if you can't effectively share it with other people. So, how can you improve your communication skills? My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. Welcome to your favorite tips. Across 10 bite-sized episodes, I'll be sharing tips from some of the world's best thinkers that you, the listeners, have found the most useful. We're covering everything from creating better to-do lists to setting more effective boundaries around your time. And you'll be hearing from people like best-selling author Sally Hepworth, CoronaCast host and journalist Norman Swan, and Google's executive productivity advisor, Laura May Martin. Today's favorite tip comes from Dee, and she writes, One I keep going back to is Norman Swan's tips on how to communicate better by taking people on a narrative journey, not trying to explain everything to them up front. So here is ABC journalist and broadcaster Norman Swan talking about how he became so effective at communicating complex health information in simple terms. So one of the joys of doing what I do, do is, is exactly what you say. I mean, I really love it. That's what I really love. I love storytelling. And I, so that's what journalism is, is, is disciplined storytelling. And, I, and when you're telling a story, you've got to work out what the narrative is, how to engage people in that narrative, how to stop their minds drifting to something else so that they're always there. And I liken it to grabbing somebody by the neck sitting them down, you know, nothing else to think about now, and, and order, what's the ebb and flow of the energy of a, of, a, of a communication piece as well as the content of that. So when I first joined the ABC, I, that, that's what, you know, I already had that love of storytelling, and then you had to apply it to communicating complex information, more complex information. And the... Uh, and I had a colleague then who unfortunately died very young, Peter Hunt, who, and we worked closely together. He was an environmental journalist. I was, health and, I was more on the health side. And we used to work together and do that task together. He had a, something that he wanted to communicate. I had something he wanted to communicate. And we'd workshop how we did it. And we'd read each other's scripts and give people and give each other feedback. And we did that for some years. And I think that once you've been doing that sort of thing for some years, you kind of get what works and what doesn't work. And now one of my, the pleasures I get is actually working with young 
incoming broadcasters and working on their scripts and showing them ways of changing the story, how you might create a metaphor, an image, something to grab onto and get that rhythm right and, and pass that on. Um, but it's just years and years of doing it and practicing and getting feedback and years and years of failure as well and learning from your failures. So when you are editing, um, say, a less experienced person's script, for example, what are, the, what are some of the things that you're looking for or some of the pieces of advice that you find yourself giving often? Well, I think the mistake that some people make, and it's not just young, you know, young kids coming in and learning, it's people with something to do, is that you feel you're on a mission to explain. And if you feel you're on a mission to explain, you're going to fail before you start. Um, that's why I'm talking about storytelling. Now, storytelling is episodic. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end, but it also has episodes within it. And you don't tell the whole story up front. You've got to give people a reason to move on. So what? Are, so the common things that I find people do is they give away the story at the beginning. All you've got to do at the beginning is give people a reason to listen because it's going to be a payoff and make sure they do get a payoff. It's explaining too much at one time rather than parsing out the information so that I'm going to give you a little bit, you know, you give a little bit now, consolidate that little bit of information, then I'll take you to the next place. And I'm taking you by the hand through the story and you've got to trust me that I will take you by the hand and I will not lose you during the story. I think it's always good to be reminded of the power of storytelling because it's so easy to just default to facts and figures, especially at work. So maybe this week, if you're preparing a presentation or perhaps for a meeting where you have to communicate something important, challenge yourself to find a story that brings your message to life in an engaging and compelling way. As a listener of How I Work, you've hopefully picked up a few tips on this show to help you work better. But do you want more? And maybe in a book form, because let's face it, books are the most awesome thing on the planet. Well, now you can. In my new book, TimeWise, I uncover a wealth of proven strategies that anyone can use to improve their productivity, work and lifestyle. TimeWise brings together all of the gems that I've learned from conversations with the world's greatest thinkers, including Adam Grant, Dan Pink, Mia Friedman and Turia Pitt and many, many others. TimeWise is launching on July 5, but you can pre-order it now from amantha.com. And if you pre-order TimeWise, I have a couple of bonuses for you. First, you'll receive an ebook that details my top 20 favorite apps and software for being TimeWise with email, calendar, passwords, reading, cooking, ideas, and more. You will also get a complimentary spot in a webinar that I'm running on June 29, where I will be sharing the tactics from TimeWise that I use most often, and also some bonus ones that are not in the book that I use and love. Hop onto amantha.com to pre-order now. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.